Good Risings. I'm Jackie. And I'm Brian. And this is Grateful Grains. Welcome back. This week, we're doing a deep dive on how the stories we tell ourselves shape our perception. We got it started Monday with Get Unstuck. Tuesday, we talked freedom and change. Yesterday, we looked into another point of view. And today, we're moving forward with eyes wide open. Isaac Lidsky tells the story of a young girl named Dorothy. When Dorothy was a little girl, she was fascinated by her goldfish. Her father explained that fish swim by quickly wagging their tails to propel themselves through the water. Without hesitation, little Dorothy responded, yes, daddy, and the fish swim backwards by wagging their heads. In her mind, it was a fact as true as any other. Fish swim backwards by wagging their heads. She believed it. Our lives are full of fish swimming backwards. We make assumptions and faulty leaps of logic. We harbor bias. We know that we are right and they are wrong. We fear the worst. We strive for unattainable perfection. We tell ourselves what we can and cannot do. In our minds, fish swim by in reverse, frantically wagging their heads, and we don't even notice them. Isaac graduated from Harvard at 19 with an honors degree in mathematics and served as a law clerk to two U.S. Supreme Court justices, but he credits losing his eyesight for his most powerful awakening of all. He expounds, going blind taught me to live my life eyes wide open. It taught me to spot those backward swimming fish that our minds create. Going blind, cast them into focus. He goes on to say, what does it feel like to see? It's immediate and passive. You open your eyes and there's the world. Seeing is believing, sight is truth. That's what Isaac thought too. Then. From age 12 to 25, his retinas progressively deteriorated. He explains that your visual cortex takes up about 30% of your brain. That's compared to approximately 8% for touch and 2 to 3% for hearing. Every second, your eyes can send your visual cortex as many as 2 billion pieces of information. The rest of your body can send only an additional billion. So sight is one-third of your brain by volume and can claim about two-thirds of your brain's processing resources. It's no surprise, then, that the illusion of sight is so compelling. Here's where it gets interesting. To create the experience of sight, your brain references your conceptual understanding of the world, other knowledge, your memories, opinions, emotions, mental attention. All of these things and far more are linked in your brain to your sight. These linkages work both ways and usually occur subconsciously. What you see impacts how you feel, and the way you feel can literally change what you see. He goes on to say, numerous studies demonstrate this. If you're asked to estimate the walking speed of a man in a video, for example, your answer will be different if you're told to think about cheetahs or turtles. A hill appears steeper if you've just exercised, and a landmark appears farther away if you're wearing a heavy backpack. We have arrived at a fundamental contradiction. What you see is a complex mental construction of your own making, but you experience passively as a direct representation of the world around you. You create your own reality and you believe it. Put simply, our understanding of the world around us is an amalgamation of our lived experiences, the things we've felt along the way, the feelings we've associated with one fact or another, and the ways we've been doubling down on those beliefs over the course of our lives. Isaac's point in sharing his story 
is to introduce the idea that we can, through discipline, interact with our fabricated realities, our perceptions, and alter the way we subconsciously apply meaning to the things our senses are bringing into the great processing center of our brain. We can interrupt preconceptions with awareness, but he says ultimately the reason we choose not to is that we're comfortable. We remain stagnant, often out of fear, and we'll be picking up on that point tomorrow. Thanks so much for joining us on Grateful Grains. You can find us on Instagram at Good Risings, or you can find me at B McMuffin. And you can find me at Jacqueline M. Wood underscore one. We'll be back again tomorrow for the final day of our week, Inward Outward. Until then, remember, a better tomorrow starts with today. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.